You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. I'm either going to be buying a TENS machine or I'm charging the dog collars because we're doing shock fights. It's happening. It'd be funnier with a TENS machine because then you're just involuntarily like, we'll do the bicep one. So you slap yourself in the face every time you get hit. Greetings, dudes and lady dudes. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the show where we talk to you about plushy stuffed animals, the collectible uh, people that like them, the people that like collecting them, and <laughs> things that have nothing to do with TY whatsoever. Uh, I'm Proxy Fox. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And I'm Cade Six. Oh, uh, don't you mean seven? No. Oh. <laughs> I want to be dead on the inside. <laughs> Rip in oh, peace. Geez. Rip in peace. Uh, so, yeah, that being said, Forsaken dropped this week. Boy, did it. Jeff, what have you been playing? solitaire Ooh, have you gotten any better i was trying to get up minesweeper but my i don't have enough gpu power to run minesweeper at full capacity oh see i yeah. just built an actual minesweeper field oh explosives see, and all. i thought about doing that but it's a lot of time that i don't have you'll notice our new neighbor stumpy <laughs> yeah it's fine stumpy and lieutenant dan coming home yeah, from he, work. he was the first contestant oh geez no um yeah uh i played Forsaken, uh, Destiny Two, Forsaken dropped on Tuesday. Yep, yep. and I, the whole everything changed. I played for like an hour on Tuesday because I wasn't feeling well, which was unfortunate. But I just, I wanted to get through just the first mission to see like what I'm getting into. Uh, then I played for a couple hours on Wednesday, and then yes, last night I played. I know a more. few people who like both John and Kevin have already got like. Yeah, I think Kevin's done with it. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure they both cleared the story. Milo's done with it. Yeah. So like, well, we're a little bit behind, but I I also haven't had the time. I finally hit light level 405 last night. So I'm still in the 300s, but that's good. Yeah, I got to I got to hope you'll sort through it. Hopefully bring it up over this weekend with you and get myself to level 50 and hopefully light level 500. I'm not even 40 yet, so. The hope is there. Yeah. The hope is real. But I was playing that, and last weekend I picked up um, Middle Earth Shadow of War, the sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Yes. Um, Which you, you there's had. There's a lot of Shadows. I have, I have Shadow of Mordor yeah. originally on the PS4. You, you didn't play it for very long before no, you were it was, like, I'm over it. I got bored of it really fast, but for some reason, Shadow of War, which plays very similar, yeah. I'm really into. Yeah. I think it's just because generally I'll play it on a day that I've already been playing a lot of Destiny. Yeah. And just going from first person to third person. Mm-hmm. Maybe your tastes have changed in the last few years, too. I, or it's just because I'm on my computer. Maybe. I don't know. It... it <laughs> There's like a whole bevy See, it's of It's weird things. because there are certain games that I've thought that I've tried playing on console, uh, a style of games, really. And yeah. I think the Lord of the Rings games is kind of one of those where I feel like if I had it on a PC, I'd play the shit out of it. But yeah. it doesn't handle well on console. And I have been. Whereas been, like Diablo is the opposite. Yeah, I've been playing the shit out of Shadow of War. And I don't know. It's I mean, great. I've heard great things about Shadow of War as well from... You know, it came out shortly before I started working GameStop last year. So. Yeah, mm. and I, I I got the definitive edition because I had twenty bucks on my Steam wallet anyway from returning Scum. Yep. So I keep I was, hearing people now. They're like, "Oh, I'm gonna pick up Scum. It looks so good." And I'm yeah. Like, well, all right. It it blew up, but um, 
Someone no. was like, I think it was actually uh, talking high def on his own server was like, yeah, I think about picking up scum. It looks uh, looks kind of all right. And I was like, that's what all the reviews are saying. Quote, kind of all right. IGN. Yeah. And he was like, wait, is that serious? I'm like, no, that's not serious. I'm being facetious. But uh, also, yes. Shit. But no, I, I ended up picking it up for like, I think like 30 bucks after everything's said and done because the definitive was like 65 or 70. Damn. And I had money in my Steam wallet already. So I really didn't spend a lot. I spent yeah. what I would have spent on a basic game. Um, And then today I picked up the new Spider-Man game for See, PS4. Spider-Man. Peter Parkour. It, Peter Parkour. It took us, it took you as long to install the game as it took us in GameStop to get it. 45 minutes in GameStop. Because I'm, I don't know what is wrong with humans, but like everybody forgot today how to use a line. Oh my God, did they? Everybody. I feel like today is crazy so pants time. You it's know how the line. No one ever anticipates. You know how, you know how the line goes at yes. GameStop. This way, it goes every around everything at every GameStop. It goes sideways. They were going this way. Lines in GameStops go sideways to make sure that nobody is in the way of anything. The only problem is the only time that they put dividers up to specifically direct you that way is Black Friday and yeah. the winter holidays. But there's still so many things in the way on the side. Like and in these the were oh. every single one of these people in line all had a GameStop account. So it's not like it's their first time at GameStop, and they were grown adults. They were grown adults. They were grown ass men. Yeah, grown but I human think beings. The first two were teenagers. Well, the ones because were- he was like, "Oh, my mom pre-ordered it for me." Oh, those yeah. guys are the best. I love the people that come in and they're like, "I'd like cash for all these things, but I'm 16." Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. You're, <laughs> yeah. You need to be 18. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Oh, do that. but all right. And then they leave, and like 10 minutes later, they come back in with like the disgruntled guy that sits outside the liquor store, and they're like, "This is my dad. <laughs> He's gonna vouch for me." And the guy's like, "Buy me some beer." I'm like, nah. <laughs> is that better or Here's worse? Here's two bucks. Get yourself a Schlitz. Is it better or worse if they just leave the store but then come in with a fake mustache? Oh, I, <laughs> despite the fact that I wouldn't have the, been a legally allowed to nose. serve them, I would have been like, you are amazing. I can give you store credit. <laughs> <laughs> I am now your but. father. Um, hi, son. <laughs> wow. But no, that's uh, I was playing that for a while today, minus the 45 minutes of it downloading yeah it looked really pretty because it, it had a day one patch so doesn't everything yeah it's it's very pretty um i haven't really delved too far into the story yet but i was also it ma- does look really i was digging around in new it. york and it's it's i believe they said it's like 95 percent accurate to new york huh because they did like what all the new companies not even Wait, are we doing like present day New York yeah. or is this like future or past no, it's present okay present day New York and what they did when they were developing the game was they went to New York and took millions of pictures they couldn't just use Google Maps Street View they well they did that for the main layout but to get actual some of the pictures just work out better that you take them instead of using Street View yeah yeah I mean Google's got a good camera on that car but we saw one go by actually when I was working around a center really? we were delivering out in uh, Winchetucky and uh, doesn't the Google Street View car just driving along? I'm like, oh, hey, we're going to be on Street View later. Dre's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Shut up and take this dryer. I'm like, oh, God. But did you have you looked up that area? I haven't. You should. Because I didn't think of it until like just now when we we're talking about Street Views. <laughs> you should and see if you're on there. I was just watching. I don't know if it's an old episode or I don't remember. But it was watching Good Mythical Morning. And they were talking about the Google Street View. 
The Google Street View. Who am I? The Google, the Facebook. And apparently at Rhett's old house in North Carolina from years ago is the picture of the house is of Rhett leaving the house. (laughs) And it's like, that's years ago. And he just happened to be right there when the Google car was driving by. That's crazy. Imagine. And I don't know. It's super weird. Anyway, (laughs) Street View. That's that. That street view is a weird thing. That's it. Um, that's all I've been playing today. The, today <laughs> slash this week. Today, the seven long, seven day long. It's day. been a long week for me for well, some Static's reason. Going to ask what that noise was. <laughs> it was a guitar. Um, Static. I did it again. I'm gonna go ahead and let you know that that's just the acoustic guitar still out of tune. Uh, that we leave in way too close proximity to Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. It, which hopefully we rectify soon with some sort of a love seat that you can just be comfortable on. You can feel like an actual human being, maybe, or a puddle. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what state of matter you want to be in. Still figuring. Speaking of states of matter, what have you been playing this week? (laughs) Uh, Mostly Animal Crossing, as always. But last night, I remembered that I own Skyrim on the Switch. So I started playing that because I I feel like playing anything on the Switch is like really low commitment. Because I can just lay in bed if I want, and it's completely socially acceptable. (sighs) Of course, I forgot that, like, I've already done most of the things in the game. So I'm like, and I haven't played in so long. I forgot where I was, what I was doing, blah, blah, blah. Like you so do I'm every like, time you go back to Skyrim. Eh, just coming up with quests to do. That was it. Mostly Animal Crossing, though. I try to play every day. Or else, like, they get mad. Sorry, I'm, like, enthralled now with trying to figure out if I'm on here. Yeah. Beep, beep. Yeah. Beep. So Street View is weird. Animal Crossing. That's <laughs> that's a game. Yeah. No, we're not on there. This this was the house that we were delivering to. Ah. Trying oh, there's to a little a, ghost in there. Trying to fit a dryer through that door is a pain in the butt. <laughs> anyway, so back to the important things. Video games. What have I been playing this week? I have been playing video games. I started the week playing um, what free posters can I get from GameStop? Because yeah. I figured I was stopping in on a Sunday, like maybe they're doing their marketing thing. I'm always one Sunday off. It's every other Sunday, and you'd think, for the love of Christ, with all the Sundays I stopped by, I'd know which Sunday it's on. <laughs> you think and eventually I you'd, don't? You no, think you it, picked the right Sunday this week. I, I did. Yeah. Okay, so we now have in the studio the standee for World of Warcraft Battle of At for Azeroth. Have it's about five of it feet yet? tall. For for the Instagram, for I the haven't. Instagram? I took a picture to show Kevin, but it had um, Annabelle off in the side of it. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to get like a proper picture without people in the way, without her potentially not wanting to be in a photo, like all candid. Yeah. That's being put up on Instagram. So I'll take a shot of it. By the time this podcast comes out, you'll be able to see it. I'll pop it up on Instagram tonight. Yes. Yeah, so it's that. like five feet tall. It's I mean, it's cardboard, but boy, does it look so good. Yeah. I don't play World of Warcraft anymore, but. It still looks really good, and I'm still a huge fan of Blizzard and everything that they've done with the Warcraft series. So that was the first thing I played this week, followed by, I mean, you and I played more Destiny 2 last weekend. Yep. Uh, Streams for this week. We spent our Monday night because Static wasn't able to make it. We played through Tattletale. That was really good. Which had phenomenal. Which had more to it. Yeah, there's a kaleidoscope mode or a kaleidoscope bonus content where you play through the nights backwards. And everything is really uncanny and out of place. Huh. Yeah. Like Tattletale, rather than being like the um, give me a treat, is just like Tattletale is hungry. So Tattletale it is fur- laughing. It was like. But it had no energy to it. Whatsoever. It was just very calmly expressing what it was doing. Yeah. yeah. Furby. It was crazy. It was I, real weird. I liked that it was 
and that was a really good stream. Daddy's so coming. if that exists on YouTube, which it probably does, it's by about now, to. It's about to exist on YouTube as of Friday night. Like, if it exists on YouTube, go watch it because that whole stream was just one stream, and it was really good. And there were like f- three or four moments that I think I clipped. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I think there were at least two. At least or three. two. It was really good. But I liked that. Like, okay, the game ends, and you're like, oh, cool, the game ends. I I died. Whatever. But then the this kaleidoscope mm. version was like, your memories are wrong. So I was like, that has a weird, like. It put a, such a twist on it because initially yeah. I thought the game was just like, hey, you're a child. You're afraid of this evil toy. It's actually an evil toy. And then the kaleidoscope version made me think like, maybe this is just like as seen through the eyes of a child that this thing is demonic when really it's just a regular toy. But you're playing it up in your head. I thought that the toy was actually like the toys were actually evil. But then at the end, they try to make you think that they're normal. So they get infiltrate your life. And then you have to go through. I'm thinking that definitely is what they're going for. Um, But I like the interpretation. Yeah, my interpretation was the other way around. Because I remember because there are definitely I had a weird conversation with my parents a few weeks ago where we were talking about um, I think it was Lamb City Campground. My grandparents yeah. used to stay there for every now and then during the summers, and we'd go and visit them when I was like three. Yeah, little. I was like three to five years old, somewhere in that range. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's the campground with the, um, they have, what did I call it? Like, it's like a park with a tetherball, and there's a stage at one end, and then you go down, and there's a river. And my dad's like, you remember that? And I'm like, yeah, I remember a lot of things from when I was younger. But like, my child brain has morphed a lot of it. Yeah. I was like, because see, I asked my father, I was like, I need a little bit of clarification because I have this very vivid memory in my head of being in the back of the car driving into that campground. We get to the bottom of the hill. We take a left. There's a bunch of cars parked there. Oh, my God. Okay. And up in the trees, this is like uh, July. I'm like, and up in the trees, there is an outline of an arrow that is on fire. And all of a sudden, it flies down from the trees, blows up on the ground, and there's a fire going. And now we have we like can't really drive around it, but they're on the other side of it. And I was like, was that a fever dream? He's like, no, that was 4th of July. They lit a bonfire that way. And I was like, oh, my oh. God. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also like, I, as I told him, I was like, I remember the park being enormous. He's like, no, it really wasn't that big. And I was like, right. But I was like two foot tall. Yeah. And I remember the lake or the, the stream river. It was like two inches deep. Yeah. But I remember it being forever across, forever long. And there was a waterfall at the end. I was afraid I was going to fall off of if I yeah. fell into the water. I just get like sucked over it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, that wasn't that big either. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so it's just child brain. Yeah. But that's what I was getting out of Tattletales, like the child brain thing. That is really funny. So. That's true. I don't have a lot of memories from like a bunch of chunks of years, but I very vividly remember Halloween one year. I got locked out of my apartment when I was like six or seven or so, really little. I got locked out of the apartment in our indoor porch. So like all the doors were locked and I was trapped in the porch. And rationally, there was nothing in there with me. But I remember being so afraid because I was locked out and nobody knew that I was outside that I was like hallucinating skeletons in the porch with me who were like coming in closer and like coming to get me. I remember it being so vividly real, but logically I know it can't be. It's like child brain is so fucking stupid. I kind of want to (laughs) like one of these days when I have some time, I'm going to sit down, start recording and I'm just going to spill everything that's in my head currently. So that I have some sort of a record, not for not to go out anywhere, but just to hold on. There's to. not enough tape there. <laughs> Jeff, I have a terabyte. Never mind. Uh, I don't have a full terabyte, but still <laughs> just like all of the well, all the memories in my head. I can't yeah. put all the thoughts in my head because I definitely don't have enough tape. 
You would but, just be like a drooling like lump whoa. on the floor. But I thought it'd be interesting in the event that like if anything ever happens to my brain in the future, like I get Alzheimer's at an old age, I yeah. can I'll have these like digital records. People can go back and like re-experience my thoughts and my memories. Yeah. It'd be like um, the final cut with Robin Williams, which if you haven't seen, you need to borrow and watch because it's the most amazing movie. Um, aside from like what dreams may come. But now I'm really divulging. So Tuesday, <laughs> I didn't play anything. Annabelle and I did our podcast. Yeah. Um, what the heck game did she have me play? So for our, our Health and Mana podcast, we each have each other play a game or introduce each other to a game to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. I introduced her to Pikmin 3. Oh. Because that game is adorable. I'm surprised that she hadn't already played it. No, uh, I don't think she's played any of the Pikmin. I hmm. could be wrong. But um, <laughs> no, there were some mechanical issues that even I was picking up on as we were, she was playing. And I'm like, oh, this was a bad mechanic. Why did they? <laughs> oh, yeah, Wii U. So the Wii U was really well optimized for that game. But or, or the game was really well optimized for the Wii U. But yeah. the one function, which is throwing your Pikmin, which is a thing you do more often than pretty much anything else in that game is not well optimized so oh, it's no. really not good yeah uh and then she had me play pigeon pop which pigeon is a Bob. a mobile game where you have this derpy looking pigeon with these really groovy tunes <laughs> and he just like runs around in circles around like say like a ring like a corn on the cob but it's just a circle with corns on it and there's like black corns and yellow corns and you have to tap and peck the yellow corns to pop them and if you try and hit a black one you get your beak stuck in it Oh my god! My problem with this game is there are so many flipping ads. I was like, <laughs> the game was good. It made a bad impression on me with all the ads. There is a paid version where you can pay to just no more ads, and right. I would be. I was like, if this was a game I saw myself continuing to play, I'd be all about that. Yeah. The only mobile games that I play are like the dumbest of dumb mobile games. Right. You know, like Spiral Pulse, games that I can just sink an unreasonable amount of time into, or the Impossible game. Yeah. Um, there is a game, speaking of mobile and games that I've played this week, um, come on, I just want the title, that's all I need. <laughs> Opus Rocket something or other, because it's not giving me the rest of the name on the icon, and I'm not going to launch it for this. Um, but it's a mobile game, I lied, I'm going to launch it, because I need to tell you about it, because it's real good. Um, it's by Sigono, according to its uh, little title sequence here. Opus Let me... Rocket of Whispers. Rocket of Whispers, that's the one. So... It's a top down, like move around, plant that biscuit in the ground type game. <laughs> so but you're you're playing this character who as a child is walking around and there's this whole thing with um, everyone who dies, all their spirits get collected and shot into space so they can have a space burial because like from st we came from stars into stars we return. Right. So his father is an engineer that works on these rocket ships that launch the spirits into space. And he can see the ghosts, like the spirits of the people. He grows up to be one of the few engineers remaining uh, to be like his dad. And so he works on building these rockets and they're working on this big old mission thing to, um, to because the last mission they did to send spirits into space failed. Oh, and now no. all the, all the go like the ship exploded. And all the ghosts are still hanging around him like, I need to go home. I need to rest. Oh Send me God. to space. And he's like, I need to work on the ship. That's like what I'm doing. But he's really mad about it. He's Aww. like not happy at all about the way that his life is. He just he hates working on spaceships. He hates the, the whole funerals thing. So he's just like sick and tired of it. And I'm still at the very beginning of the game, but it handles well. I haven't seen a single ad yet. Wow. And it's it's visually 
really good. And it sounds really interesting. The music is really, really good, too. Wow. It's I, from what I'm recalling, it's voiced for the most part. So that's unusual for a mobile. It's, game. Yeah. If you're into mobile games, I highly recommend checking out uh, Opus Rocket of Whispers. Hmm. They make other games, too, under the Opus headline. Um, I haven't tried any of them, but I can recommend that. So then that. our Wednesday stream, we started up Life is Strange Before the Storm, purchased yeah. and provided by Static Crowbar. Thank you again. Hell yeah. Because I like, like it. We pro you and I probably never would have bothered with Before the Storm if probably somebody not. didn't purchase it for you. And it was happened to be on sale that week, too. So yeah. we got the director's cut for yeah. like 10 bucks. And it's so good so far. Yeah. I like how well it handled in stream. I was a little concerned because I'm playing it on the computer and streaming it, it from was, the computer. It was only juddery during really intense moments, like when they were when it was two characters on screen, they're outside and a lot of movement is happening. Yeah. But it still wasn't impossible to understand. I still can't believe after playing through chapter one that there are people out there that go, Yeah, no, there's definitely nothing going on between <laughs> Chloe and Rachel. Yeah. It's not a thing. I like I hadn't seen any videos of before the storm and a lot of people were like no you thinking in life of strange one you thinking that chloe likes rachel as more than a friend is just you seeing subtext where it isn't and me going it's okay, not even subtext anymore maybe that's true but then now after seeing just chapter one it's like it's not subtext it's just text it's just that's strictly just text straight up what is happening and it's, it's just great. bold, underlined, multiple times text <laughs> yeah, the, in it's, red. It's great. But it's really good. <sighs> so, so I really enjoyed it. It was, um, I think we actually finished it a little faster than I had anticipated because it said three and a half hours yeah. roughly. And I was like, fuck, I'm settling way, in. That's good. By the time you hear this, that should be out on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, Tattletale, I actually just put. So that's now oh. out on YouTube officially. Okay, great. Um, I lied earlier. It is And there. then. Last night, uh, we did a chill stream. So Annabelle was playing what uh, It Lurks Below. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, It Lurks Below. What, wait. And, you know, thinking about the title of the game and what the game was, what is lurking? I guess we'll have to find out. Hopefully it's the soundtrack because I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> so it the game looks a lot like Terraria. Yeah. Um, it was developed by at least one of, if not a few of the people who worked on the original Diablo. So like the thought process of building an RPG is there. She's like, oh, I got to craft a wand with a couple of sticks. And I'm expecting like a wand, like Terraria wand. No, it's a gun. It's a straight up rifle. Like <laughs> yeah, not even a hunting a rifle, but like the BFG comes yeah, out. A wand. She's like, yeah, it's my wand. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a fully automatic wand you have there. It's yeah. like a high capacity wand magazine. Is yeah. that... Be careful with that. So it plays a lot on the survival aspects of Terraria, the crafting aspects of Terraria. But it, there's also an actual frickin plot to follow, which is I like. That's the one thing that kills me about Terraria is you have to kind of like hunt for the plot. Yeah. And if you're going to do that, if you're going to make me hunt for your plot through like items that I'm picking up and reading a lot of text and you're not from software, it's not happening. I'm sorry. I didn't know Terraria had a plot. Yeah, you got to talk to your guide and then he'll tell you to go do some stuff and you oh. can go do some stuff. But it's not like it doesn't drive me enough right. to to actually do anything. I just sandbox until I can't handle it anymore, <laughs> and, which is usually like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I was able to interact a lot more with the chat that way because she was playing and it yeah. was it ended up being a pretty chill stream. That was great. It was a good time. I feel like doing that 
is a good way to like relax because it did feel more chill and it was like if you're busy by yourself playing a game and I say something that I think is really funny in that moment but you're really busy I'm like damn (laughs) that's gonna be lost forever because by the time you get to it it's not gonna be funny and so I I like that format (laughs) of doing it it was a little cramped because we were both sitting at my desk yeah (laughs) overall not terrible it was a really cute game though it is I like it um and then by the time you're listening to this, uh, Jeff and I probably stayed up all night playing Forsaken. I don't know. It's likely. That's just my thought process is I'm probably going to play Forsaken after this. And that's it. That's all I've played this week, surprisingly, <laughs> I think. I also bought Mr. Zanke uh, Deep Space Waifu so he yep. can experience the glory. Oh, and we found out there's another one coming out. Yeah, there's a fantasy one coming out. Because, you know, motor- Deep Space Waifu your, isn't fantasy enough. Your 1980s cyberpunk dystopian future bike that your mouse rides on becomes like, it's still a hover bike, but it looks like a dragon. <laughs> and you get like swords and shit. I'm really excited for this expansion. Drops October 1st. Neat. I'm going to be picking it up for certain. Uh, because if it's anything like uh, Deep Space Waifu or Flat Justice, it's probably only going to be a couple dollars. So yeah. I'm just going to like, yep, I'm buying me one. I'm buying one for John. I'm buying one for Static. I'm buying one for Zenki. I'm buying yep. one for Jeff. I'm buying one for Smurry, even though he doesn't have a PC. Like, I'm just going to go <laughs> crazy with it. I will spend the amount I would spend on like a AAA title buying it for everyone I know. <laughs> Which, if you're if you're going to ask me, that's a great business model. Make your game so cheap, it's really easy to gift. Honestly, yeah. Otherwise, how else would you guys have played the first Destiny if it wasn't two dollars? Yeah, I mean that's, that's a- not that's sadly that's not Bungie making it cheap. That's just no one wanted it anymore. Yeah, this is like but it works. They they made their game like a dollar ninety nine, and I'm like, I will buy this game fifty times so yeah. that all my friends can try it. Or it's like how Scott Cawthon made like half of the FNAF games free because he just felt like it. Yeah, and the rest of them are five bucks because he knows that people will buy them if they because $5. you want to complete the collection. Yeah. If every couple of them are free and now you can't complete the collection because FNAF World's not on Steam anymore. You have to hunt it down somewhere else. Shame. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, before I delve too long into the podcast of what I've been playing this last week, uh, we got games coming at you next week. Monday, September 10th. We've got Call of Duty Black Ops for the Blackout Beta. That's the... um, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Thank you. I was look. I was gonna say the Fortnite mode they're coming out with. And <laughs> Same thing. Although that's accurate, it's also not entirely accurate. That's on that's, all all systems. Uh, yeah, that's on I'm all systems. Uh, Friday, September fourteenth, we've got Shadow of the Tomb Raider for PS4, PC, and Xbox. So excited for that. And fucking excited. Yeah. For Saturday, September fifteenth, Undertale for Switch. Am I gonna buy it for a third freaking time? Yes. Yes. It's your Skyrim. It's, yeah, it's your Skyrim. Yes, I am. Yes. The same way that I'm buying, <laughs> I already pre-ordered Bendy and the Ink Machine for the Switch. Yeah. Because I didn't even know it was gonna be on the Switch. And hell, would I also buy it for the PS4? Yeah, probably. Why? Because I feel like the Meatly deserves all of my money I can possibly give them. Yeah. And by him, I mean the whole team because they do an amazing job. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Mood. And everyone else that worked on the game. I don't know all your names off the top of my head, but someday I will. Let's do dinner. Um, So we're going to take a brief break. We'll be right back with some gaming news. Do you love listening to This Week in Gaming? Do you want to see the crew start live streaming on Twitch again? How about geeky unboxing videos? Do you like those? And do you love hearing your name at the end of things you love? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you may suffer from Yaduditis. Thankfully, there is a cure. Talk to your wallet about Yadude Patreon. Patreon is a platform that allows people who love things to help directly support those things they love to keep them running. 
We have many different prescription strengths, or reward tiers, to choose from, and they start as low as $1 per month. Don't suffer from Yaduditis for another day. Head over to patreon.com backslash Yadud and become a driving force behind the future of WYDG. Side effects may include becoming awesome, feeling connected, sense of community, a renewed love of gaming, and the knowledge that you're helping make our dreams a reality. Do not use Patreon if you are under the influence of alcohol. We are not responsible for any misplaced decimals in your pledge. That's patreon.com backslash Yadud. Pledge today. Welcome back. I'm going to go ahead and throw things over to Posterity Jif for science. And news. Also news. I forgot the news. There's also game news in there. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Thanks. Science um, and news. Yeah. So for posterity, this is Twig episode number 74. We're recording this on Friday, September the 7th. When this hits your earballs, it is Saturday, September 8th. Hell yeah. That's a whole day later, Jeff. Sure is. Not a full 24 hours, but one whole day. Right. I said science, damn it. I don't so. like science. <laughs> unless it... In- Curs with me cooking. And curs? Are you here? I'm I'm drunk. I don't know. All right, Jeff. Well, let, let's let's kick off here because I'm looking at our our news notes and I'm really into this first one here. Yeah. Um. So to correlate to what you've been playing this week and yes. what you've been playing in the last month, uh, Life is Strange. So a Life is Strange student guidebook. Um titled Life is Strange, Welcome to Blackwell Academy, will release in a hardcover version only uh, as of October 9th for $39.95. Do we know if it's up for pre-order? I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't, like... Let me check the link up here. I... It seems like this is going to be, like, um, the, like, the Jedi handbook and the Sith handbook, how, like, all the characters have written their little notes in there and, like, they graffito yeah, the pages. Yeah, essentially, it's, it's, it's going to be like that. that oh, like Quidditch Through the Ages? Yeah, yeah, it lets fans revisit Arcadia Bay and all that. I want to know when that's going to become a movie. Quidditch Through the Ages. I would watch the shit out of that documentary. I would also because one of the, like, best teams in the Harry Potter universe is... is the, not mentioned in the movies? Is the Fitchburg Finches, and it's the Fitchburg the- that I came from. It's not the other Fitchburg that exists. It's my Fitchburg. The Massachusetts Fitchburg Finches is one of the best Quidditch teams in Harry Potter. How does that happen? She, I don't know. She just like picked a fucking location. Darts. And when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, there must be a Fitchburg like in the UK that she picked. And no, it's the Massachusetts Fitchburg. I think it's because she didn't want, she wanted to include every major nation, but she didn't want to just go with like the New York City, whatever. Maybe. I like it, though. It's funny. I, I have a lot of homework to do now. And I, what comes up, what might come up when you look that up is my friend started a quote unquote Fitchburg Finch's Quidditch team like in real life where you would just run around Throwing a field. Balls at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like existing in this timeline. This is pretty cool. I, I, I'm on the fandom powered uh, Harry Potter wikia right now. And it, the, yeah. the Fitchburg Finches is a Quidditch team that is based in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, USA. Yep. They have won the United States League seven times. Good for them. <laughs> it's not real, but good for them. Like it's the it's, New York ghost reported on the 6th of December, 1926, that the Fitchburg Finches were high in the U.S. Quidditch League. It's fun. That's one of my weird little factoids that I know. Like a lot of people, like somebody made a joke the other night in stream that I'm an encyclopedia. It's shit like this. They were mentioned in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them film. Yep. 
and I think once oh. in the, one of the books, maybe. Okay, I'm done here. We got to go back to where this is the, the <laughs> so episode. Moving of all on the from Movie Goo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, as of October 9th, you can pick up uh, Life is Strange: Welcome to Blackwell Academy. Yeah. For 39.95, I assume it's going to be available everywhere. Everywhere you get books. Everywhere probably. you get books. It's quite possibly even at GameStop. It's going to be interesting, though, because it's going to be like all of the students with their little inputs and right. whatever. So yeah. I guess if you're super into that, which I kind of am, I don't yeah. know. So moving on from there, um, I don't know if you remember people <laughs> listening, but I sure remember reporting about it. The Witcher Netflix series. Yep. Has, I do. Well, they have officially casted a Geralt. Yeah, I saw that. Superman. A lot of people are upset about it. I'm I'm with Jake Baldino 100% here. Give the man a chance. I think he'll do a great job. I You can only act as well as you're written. I was very against Henry Cavill. Cable. It's Cavill. I looked it up. He has a a video on Google that said it's Cavill rhymes with travel. Okay. It's fine. Everyone else pronounces Cable. That's that's why I said Cable. I, I don't know. He's that's not how he says it. I understand that. Cable from Deadpool. Go on. He I was super against it because, like, he's just, like, Superman. Like, whatever. But apparently he's been a really big fan of The Witcher for a really long time. So, like, I guess that makes it okay. I'll give him a chance. Because if he was just like, I have no idea what this is, then it'd be like, a well, fucking... Yeah, if they were just like, <laughs> we're going to pick you because you're attractive and you were recently in a hit blockbuster film. Yeah. Then yeah, no go. But if you could have picked almost anyone else and been fine. If he it, apparently he's just as excited as like the writer of the show because he loves the series so much. So it's like ah, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's also been confirmed that the show will be an eight episode run for the first season. Uh. No news if more seasons are in planning. That's generally how it goes anyway. Yeah. With the first season, they won't say if it's going to get continued or not till at least. Well, Netflix is standard. It's like two weeks later. <laughs> it is. Well, because they, they give it generally like yeah. enough run time so someone can binge through it. Yeah. Sometimes it's same day, though. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it is. Um, the show will be based on the Witcher novel series, not the games. Which I, I think the games are loosely based on yeah, the books. They are. Yeah, So that'll be interesting. Uh, and then there is no release dates yet as of now. The only thing they have are scripts and that Cavill is Geralt. So that's Which that. is crazy. Uh, I was looking at the Twitter of the, the writer for the show, Lauren something. I don't remember her full name. Sorry. And she was like, in April, I had the meeting with Henry Cavill about this. I didn't even have a script. I didn't have anything. I just had approval to go on and a dream. And I was like, fuck. So from April to now is like all you got. And yet you have a huge name who has agreed to be the main character of your show. And Netflix's approval. That's crazy right. to me. Yeah. Um, moving on from there, a little Anthem news. So this, or last week, I should say, uh, Bioware revealed that during PAX West that all of Anthem's story-based DLC will be free, entirely free. Um, I Hopefully. am going to put an addendum to the next note. Um, Bioware did say, they did confirm that if they were to charge any money, for DLC, quote unquote, it's only going to be cosmetic items. Yeah. Non-story oh, content. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah. I guess I said can be assumed. But they, they have, they, they've already said that if we're making DLC for this game that is story related, it's all yours. Hopefully they are not lying about that. Well, well, we can only see where it goes. I know at this point they're, you know, owned by EA, essentially. 
and EA is still trying to apologize yep. for yeah. Battlefront 2. They're still clawing out of that EA black hole. Yeah. So they're they're trying very hard to counter steer in the opposite direction by mm-hmm. like it, that. And I'm sure Bioware was on on board with this because this is basically their last chance. If this game doesn't do well, they're done for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I vaguely kind of skimmed an article that wasn't news. It was just like an opinion piece where it was somebody saying that Bioware isn't afraid that Anthem will affect future Mass Effect or Dragon Age production. But it was like just this person's opinion out of nowhere. They like just baselessly were like, no, I don't think so. And it's like, don't say shit like that. (laughs) You're jinxing it. Right. Don't say, I don't think it matters because in my heart, it matters a lot. I want Anthem to do well so Bioware can continue to be a company. I want Anthem to do well because I already pre-ordered it. I want it to do well because I'm excited for it. Are you going to be busting that up on PC? I don't know. Like right now I have a pre-order on PlayStation. Yeah, mine's on PC already. I know, but I might pre-order. I might switch it over to play, to PC. You should. It'll I, be super fun. I don't know because I really neglect my PlayStation and I, I'm such a Sony kid that it hurts. You do, but I mean, Sony has like the really, really good exclusives that it gets like God of War, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. I'm I mean, okay with, especially games that are like meant to be an MMO style. I'm fine with like, those are going to be my PC things. If I'm getting a story based game, I'm going PS4. Right. That's fair. That's fair. We would never be a not Sony household. God, no. Ever. I would die. Um, but yeah. So uh, Michael Gamble, who is the lead producer for Anthem, also revealed during an AMA that players will have the ability to choose their character's gender, voice, and like their face slash head structure, but they won't have the ability to fully customize the face. So, like, you can't, like, really change her nose and all that shit. Honestly, that has never worked right in a Bioware game. No. It's never been pretty. As long as the faces they have are going to be good and attractive. DJ Slime time. I'm okay with it. Because in Dragon Age Inquisition, there was, like, two faces out of the four, I think, they give you that were remotely okay. Yeah. In Mass Effect, it's a little bit different because, like, I feel like there's less stuff you can change in the Mass Effect games. As far as I know. But it's like, as long as you give me good faces, I'm not that hurt that I can't change them. Right. But you have to give me good ones. <laughs> um, Bioware has also said uh, this past week that when Anthem releases, it will be releasing as a 100% complete package on day one. So no day one patch. It's amazing that we've come to this point in gaming where they have to say, when I release this game, it's going to be a game. See, the- <laughs> I understand why developers do a day one patch now because yeah. sometimes between shipping it or between developing it and shipping it yeah it's a long that time process that's a that even if it's a week mm-hmm. during that week you could find eight or nine bugs that yeah. could be game killers i get that it happens i don't i like day one patch i totally get because that does happen or like they they were afraid that it might not run well all on one game or whatever the fuck i don't care but like there are a lot of games that have come out where it's like, this is a 50 gig day one patch on yeah. top of the installation of the game. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Most of the time it's like that, too. I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's why I bought my <laughs> two terabyte storage drive from my PlayStation. Um, so there's that. Um, definitely check it out. Pre-order Anthem if you haven't. Please. I, sh- I should do that. You only have to put down $5 at GameStop, right? To pre-order yeah. something? Okay. It only counts if you actually buy the game 100%, though. I know. 
But if I only have $5, I can just do that every two weeks That's until fair. the game comes out. Yeah, and it doesn't come out till March? Uh, February Late 22nd. February, I think. Day after my birthday. That's right. Um, moving on from there, little Death Stranding news, very little. Um, Death Stranding will have a stage presence at this year's Tokyo Game Show as of September 23rd. Yep. Uh, Hideo Kojima and the cast of the Japanese version of Death Stranding will be featured. Uh, other than that, there's been no additional details uh, about what's going to be expected of yep. their presence but there. But I, I, I hope that I can find a video of it. I hope it'll be like streamed somewhere. Oh, I you have, know it will be. I have it in my calendar, so I won't forget. I actually get notified about things now. <laughs> so I'll be there watching to see what the hey, fuck they talk as about. As long as Japan doesn't sink. Yeah, but it's weird because I feel like at E3, I remember reading that they were going to talk about it more at Tokyo Game Show. They were. And I was thinking, wow, September is so far away. I'm going to super forget about that. Two months and ago. Now, and now here we are. Yeah. Um, moving on from there. That, that was it. That, that's literally all the information we have for Death Stranding. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, a little Nintendo Direct news. Yeah. So if you're not in the know with what's going on in the world and you're just in your little bubble under your rock, whatever... You're too busy hanging out with your Xbox. You don't understand what's going on in the world of Nintendo or yeah. culture. So a huge earthquake hit the Hokkaiden region of Japan, which is where Nintendo is. Well, it's I think it's um, I think it's on the other side of Japan, but Japan is like real small, fam. Well, no, no, Nintendo <laughs> is, it... is in is in Hokkaiden, is in that region. They're in the region where the earthquake hit, but. Other regions. They were also, also hit by affected. a typhoon. Yeah. So this one region of Japan has been just getting absolutely slammed yeah. uh, by Mother Nature. And like um, Nintendo isn't hurt by the earthquake. Like nobody from Nintendo was hurt by it. But go on. Right. So the the earthquake hit in Japan and Nintendo has decided to postpone their Nintendo Direct that was scheduled for this past Thursday until some unspecified future date. Still likely to be in September. We're not 100% sure. Yeah. Luckily for Nintendo, so far, the headquarters in Kansai was only slightly damaged by the typhoon that swept through. Um, all the, all that happens that has been reported is the N on Nintendo, on the building, the N from Nintendo, the first N, got swiped off. That's yeah. it. But imagine how terrifying that must be. Right. I mean... <laughs> like, to be in that building and hundreds know... Hundreds of people have been injured. Um, um, seven deaths I from the, earth, the earthquake. Oh, from the earthquake, I read that it was 16, but I'm not sure about the typhoon. I think it was a lot more than that from the right. typhoon. Because the typhoon... There were two typhoons back-to-back -back and then a fucking earthquake. Japan on is... On top a, of the killer heat. The 160 yeah. degree heat. And, so. like, this... I feel like this happens every year. Like, the weather is always a mess right around the end of the summer. Everywhere. But... God, it always happens like one after the well, other last in Japan. Year was, last year was the States. Last year we got hit with all the hurricanes. Yeah. And all the flooding. This yeah. year it's Japan where they're just getting hit by This year everything. it's Japan. California's on fire still. California's and, always on fire. And Hawaii is <laughs> like in the process of being eradicated from the face no, of the planet. Hawaii's God. in the process, process of expanding. Yeah. Yeah. Landwise. That'd be weird. It's what happens. Yeah. Welcome to still, volcanoes, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I did a science project once, and even I didn't see this coming. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, just I, I'm trying to keep the smaller, not less important stuff. The the stuff that makes us sad. And <laughs> not want to talk yeah. about games. 
to a minimum. <laughs> moving onward. Yeah, moving onward. Civilization VI is coming to Nintendo Switch as of November 16th. Um, this version of the game will include the base game and four additional scenarios. Those scenarios will be Vikings, Poland, Australia, and Persia, slash Macedonian arrows. Yeah. Um, the game will also include competitive and cooperative play with up to four other players over, lo over local wireless play. I, I've never played a Civ game, but I've watched... They are horrendously long. Yes. And very frustrating. I watched Tyler Hartwell play hours of Civ 5. I, think I it was played Civ a LAN game with, with Mr. Hartwell. <laughs> when I was living at my parents' house, we He's just Etherneted in. Yeah, we the game has been on pause for three years. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's every now and then we'll go over to the computers and we'll start making a couple of moves and well, as long as you play as Gandhi and you destroy the world with nuclear power. Yeah, just yeah. accidentally pacifist Gandhi nukes the world. Yeah, you made Gandhi too nice and now he's the devil. I yep. and I literally do that in Civ mm. in the Civ games. I play as Gandhi and I make sure the world just gets obliterated. Yeah, but I I, I don't think I'm, I'm not really a fan of like the way that the game looks. Like it's just like a big map and you click on stuff. But I like hearing people tell me about it right like it that makes me laugh really hard it's one of those so, games that from afar you're like i'm never getting it as soon as you start playing you can't stop yeah i i don't remember like the details but i remember like when i was staying at your house all those years ago and tyler hartwell was over and he just like opened his laptop and just started playing and i was just like what you doing and it looked super fucking boring but he's just started telling me all this history shit and i was like hell yeah this he's looks, also a wicked history buff. Yeah. So like he's got that going for him. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Yeah, right. Nerd. Freaking Learning. time nerds. Yeah. So there's that. If you have Switch and you like the Civ series in the first place, there you go. Now you got a mobile version that's not on your phone. BTW. Yeah. A lot of people were like, it's going to just be the mobile version. It's like, do you know how good the mobile version was, though? Yeah. It was a full game. <laughs> uh, moving on from there. Uh, Valve has changed the way searching on Steam works. Yep. Thank goodness. So users can exclude specific developers, publishers, and curators from search results now. Uh, users will also be able to use up to 10 tags to be able to exclude certain types of content from their search results. So blacklisting. Yeah. You, so you could, in theory, be like, I want to see games about pizzerias, but I do not want to see Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't huh. know. Who, what other games about pizzerias are there, I wonder? But, like, that, I think that's really Lego cool. Lego Island. I can't... Right. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> Mama, Papa. I fucking loved that game. What was it? Mama, Papa... Uh, shoot, I can't remember the ridiculous Italian name they gave him. Bricolini. That song is like, Mama, Papa, Bricolini. Yeah. And they're just singing about how they're not going to make you anything but pizza. So you... talking about Lego Island, Valve has also added two new filters, uh, mature content and adults only. They needed that. Yeah, back in Lego Island. Especially considering um, that now they're not filtering anything really going through unless it's blatantly illegal or trolling. Yeah, which... It, and even then, they're still like... Meh. It's like really open to interpretation with trolling. Which is. is a little bit weird now that um, that Nataku has decided to go forward with their desktop application, to my knowledge, which is basically like Steam, but for Nataku games. Like, why not just put them on Steam then? If if Steam is no longer, like, patrolling that kind of stuff and right. doesn't care anymore. Yeah. See Because that was one of the big reasons they didn't have their games on Steam was what the restrictions. What Nataku needs to get into is a streaming service, since most of their games you can't stream on Twitch. That's accurate, yes. Uh, alternatively, Pornhub could hop on that. 
Right. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, something along those lines. Get on it, Pornhub. Uh, there are Jump surprisingly like zero, almost zero Let's Players on that platform. So like we that could always be the first. Fucking crazy. I like how you say we. Yes. We the <laughs> Yeah Dude crew, which would basically just be like artist Joe Blay Designs. Would you like to come over and play porn games with me and we'll just upload it to the Internet? Yeah. We'll be the, the most successful Let's Players on all of PH. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'd be into it. He would. You would if call him. He'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. Because like I would be extremely uncomfortable with that. But I, Joe I had be... actually already pitched him the idea and I was like, we could call our channel because we're not going to. I don't want to use the, the brand name. We'll call ourselves Studio Giblets. And <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the whole idea went downhill from there. I, oh, it always does. So um, just a little addendum to the two new filters that Valve has added. Um this is also going to require developers of games with violence or sexual content to describe the content. Yeah. So it can be accurately rated. So like, like if it's a rape scene. Or I whatever. cannot wait till I can search games by kink. I mean, <laughs> that should be a thing. You can. Five Nights at Freddy's. But like. <laughs> Source filmmaker. First of all, I can't believe this was an already <laughs> SFM. thing. Second of all, it didn't occur to me until now, until I was like writing this earlier. That, like, these games aren't rated by the ESRB, and that's kind of what they're going for. They're kind of going for, like, we have a baseline of ratings that, like, we should abide by, so we're going to make you abide by them. Yeah, the only games rated by the ESRB currently are, like, are AAA ones. titles. They're real ones. That launch to consoles, really. Most, most PC games now, since they're on Valve, or on Valve on Steam, um, they're lightly rated. If they um, are. yeah. I mean, I guess the developer could choose to be like, this I, is definitely think, mature content. Well, and I think there's also, when it comes to the ES, ESRB rating things, it also determines to how many units are projected mm. to yeah. to actually rate it, where you're going to be selling your product. If you're only going to be selling your product, go fuck yourself. Like, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things like, oh, well, yeah, you don't need to rate you. We don't care. Show some titties. <laughs> Dumb them out. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, one final caveat of the news spectrum for the day that I have written down here, well, that Sarah wrote down for me. Because um, <laughs> we're illiterate. Yeah. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Blades, so the mobile game that was announced during E3, has been delayed. Wah, yep. wah. But, like, not officially delayed is N the thing. It's not like they came out and said, we know that we gave you a release window and it's being, we're like, we have to delay it. It just kind of is right so when blades was originally announced at e3 uh it was given a loose fall release window and its page on the ios app store said the game's expected release date was september 1st which is likely just a placeholder yeah i think that isn't that where the, like the fiscal third quarter begins it is. i think so so you've got september october november is your your fall essentially right. yeah. and then winter is december january february it's february it's it's september through january february through because January is not the first month of the quarter. Right. So. Yeah. It's not a December quarter. would wrap around. Anyway, I'm not here to discuss yeah. fiscal years. <laughs> Regardless. I'm just saying, like, if they give you a loose fall window, why would you ever expect that it would be here before fall is technically yeah, here? Why would you expect anything to release exactly on a first of the month? That seems so weird to me. Right. We're going to release sometime in November. Oh, the first confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's why it's um, a placeholder. It's so November. The, the game obviously didn't release on the first or else we'd be talking about it because Sarah would have played it for at least two hours and yelled about some paywall. Um, oh, I hope not. Likely. 
And uh, Bethesda brought with them an old demo of the game to PAX West last yeah. week. They probably brought the exact same thing they brought to E3. It's their touring package. Yeah, which is weird because it's, okay, June, July, August, September. We're now about four months from, like, separated from E3. Just about, yeah. Does that make the people who play it at PAX touring testers? Yes. Wow. Do you think it's passed? Ha! Ha! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> anyway. They, they're all named Stanley. It's a parable. <laughs> Um, so Blade, the Blades page on the iOS app store now says the game can be expected to release on December 1st, which yeah. could just be another placeholder for a winter or a late 2018 release. No news is good news, I guess, in reality. Yeah. Like it's it, I no think it's, news is what you're getting. And <laughs> I the, think it's weird that they were like, it's going to come out sometime in fall. And then they just never said anything again. And it is coming to Android as well. If I'm wrong, uh, I think it's so. coming to every platform from my understanding. I'm pretty sure. I just, and it was going to be cross compatible. Like you could play okay, on phone yeah, against right. someone on PC. Right. Cause like the controls are simple. Right. Also, I love that you said that you don't want me to shout and be mad about things and paywalls and mobile games. But it's also everyone's favorite segment. I was going to say, that is Static's favorite part of this whole show, (laughs) according to him. It is. I'm sure it's a lot of people's favorite part of the show. I hope so. I like to think that it's also probably Jamie's favorite part of the show. I hope it's somebody's least favorite part, because it doesn't happen often, but when it does, I completely black out. (laughs) So I don't know what happens till later. I I was watching another Michael Reeves video the other day, the guy that did um, Trigger Me Elmo. Yeah. And he was about to explain some stuff. And he's like, don't worry. I've been reading your comments and I hear you. You don't want explanations on nerd shit. Go fuck yourself. I'm doing it anyway. I don't care what you think. And then he explains everything. And I'm like, this guy. Yeah. The thing thing about that is like, okay, if I don't want to watch a certain part of a video. Guess what? You can skip it. It's not live. Exactly. (laughs) And if it is live, just go make a sandwich. And when you come back, you can skip ahead and hopefully they'll be done. Not a problem. Yeah. Oh, anyway, that's the news for the week. Hopefully we actually get a Nintendo Direct pretty soon. Um, I felt bad that they yeah. ended up, you know, everything went wrong just yeah. before. And they're like, yeah, we can't do it. It blows my mind. Like when I saw like the replies to the Nintendo America tweet that was like, it's being delayed. Like, we're really sorry, but there was a fucking earthquake. Um, The first maybe five tweets were like, it's OK. We totally get it. I'm affected by the earthquake too. This really sucks. And then the fourth or fifth was like, please don't harass Nintendo because they're doing what's right by waiting. And then like the sixth guy was like, I don't really get it. Hokkaido's on the complete other side of where you would be. Like, we're not even in Japan. We're in America. Why does it matter? And it's like, okay, first of all, things don't work like that in Japan. <laughs> you are not the sole <laughs> proprietor of everything that happens to Nintendo. Yeah. And, and I am going to add the uh, disclaimer. I was wrong. Hokkaido is in the other region. Whoops. I did just look it up. Yeah. Don't yell at me. You don't live in Japan. So. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot about Japan's like. It'd be funny if structure. Nintendo was like, oh shit, we upset Steve. Sorry, Steve. Yeah. Sorry. Now, because you wanted it, you weird, like. <laughs> I don't even know you you weirdo on the internet with like a cartoon fox as your display picture and no actual name on your like profile. You wanted the Nintendo Direct, so we gave it to you despite the earthquake. Like fuck off, Steve. <laughs> Rally your fifty six followers. And I know. <laughs> make a petition. Get your first suit on and let's just go. Suit up. <laughs> All that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, 
Also, got all the Humble links in the show description as per usual. Yeah. The Humble Monthly for this next month, the early early preview game, I think, whatever the heck they call it, the, the game that comes out of ahead of everything yeah. else, is Overwatch for is PC. It? Oh. $12 to get yourself the Monthly Humble and you automatically get Overwatch immediately. Wow. And then plus whatever else they add to it as the month goes on. Yeah, that's sick. So if you're into that, there's a link, our affiliate link in the description as do well with you that. Have extra Life stuff set up yet so they can start donating now? I do. The actual, the Extra Life, um, so for those that don't know, we do Extra Life on the yearly in November. It's usually the first Saturday technically in November, but for us it's the first weekend in November. Yeah. Uh, it's normally a 24-hour charity live stream where gamers raise money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals We've throughout the country. We've learned to do this in 12-hour spin. Yes, we learned that 24 hours straight streaming and energy drinks murders us by we, hour 13. Yeah, we are not young anymore. We can't do so, that anymore. <laughs> so we split. We keep our 24 hours split over two days. So yep. we do 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday the 3rd, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday the 4th. Yep. Our schedule will be going up on the website as soon as we know it. <laughs> but we're able to accept donations pretty much throughout the rest of this year. Yeah. Our links to our Extra Life team roster page are down in the show description. That'll bring you to a page that shows you my pretty face, Sarah's pretty face, and whoever else is on our team, because other people have been joining. I'm yeah. not going to try and name them all. And you can join... Whoa, I just hit puberty. You can <laughs> join if you like... I don't know anything about this. I don't know how this is going to work, but I want my family and friends to donate. You can join our team and just be like, hey, mom and dad. Hey, aunts and uncles. Here's my page. You can donate to me. And, and we've got a real right good, hospital. real good friendly competition going on between our team members. Yeah. Like all the funds end up getting raised. We, we, our hospital, we've all selected Boston Children's. Yep. One of our new members actually picked a different hospital for his particular one, but like but he also lives in a different, yeah, part he lives of the in a different area. So he's like, I'm going to do the one local to me. This is awesome. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, do that. Totally so fine. all the funds raised will still count towards our team. Yeah. But. 100% of funds that are raised through this charity are donated directly to the Children's Miracle Network Hospital, selected by the person that you donate through yeah. as unrestricted funding. So it can help with everything from like yep. spinal reconstructive surgery to heart problems. To buying to, them coloring books. Yeah. yeah. Whatever the, really and whatever like, the hospital is in need for, they yeah. can use it for. Like my, my coworker's son basically lived at Boston Children's for a really long time at the beginning of his life because he was born really early and kind of fucked up. So they kept him alive. And it's like, I, it was really scary for a little bit because he would come to work knowing his son was in the hospital and like things weren't looking great. And it's like, I can't imagine being like, I don't know what else to do with myself. So I guess I'll just go do my job. I guess I'll just go to work. Yeah. And he would like be fine. But it's like, I don't know how you're going to deal with it if this doesn't turn out great. But it did. Everything's fine because they do They're a really They're miracle good workers job. down there. I don't understand it. Literally. That's why they are Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't, I don't get it either. I have two cousins that spent some time down there, yeah. one for like a spinal reconstructive type thing and one for heart problems yeah and now he's fine and now they're both fine yeah the one with heart problems the doctors when he was like young they were like this kid maybe has a year yeah and, and now it's been like 10 years he's in college like yeah it, doing great i've been a lot more than 10 years but anyway that <laughs> he's 11 in that college. aside <laughs> all that aside it's it's a great cause we've been yeah. running it since 2015 if you want to check that out links are in the description uh, and keep an eye out for our schedule because I'm either going to be buying a TENS machine or I'm charging the dog collars because we're doing shock fights. It's happening. It'd yep. be funnier with a TENS machine because 
then you're just involuntarily like, we'll do the bicep one. So you just slap yourself in the face every oh, time God. you get hit. Okay. We it's have like, to, <laughs> I, think, I think we have to invest in that. Cause that sounds really, I great. would love to. And it's safer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And we also have a uh, shirt so you can put your body into. Yes, we do. Thank you for reminding me. We <laughs> <And> actually, <sweatshirts. laughs> we have it. Sweater weather is coming. Everyone it's happening. It's, it's a thing that's going to be here. Uh, very shortly. Some days it feels like it's already here. Yeah. If you're a sweater person, we have both pullover and zip up hoodies in the merch shop. There's a link to that in the description below as well. Uh, that's run all through Streamlabs. We are limited to how much stuff we can have in the shop at one time. So if you want your sweaters, get them while it's sweater weather. We just started a brand new name series today and I've, I've put a few up. A few more are coming to it, but those are going to be a limited time. So if you want a sweater that's got the WYDG gaming logo on the front, the Yeah Dude logo on the back and one of our names as well. Like it's some sort of sports jersey it without the numbers jersey. looking at you, eSports. It's a sports jersey so. and I always win. Right. <laughs> We've got one with Raw Zombie. We've got one with Proxy Fox. We're also going to be working on a zero threat for Jeff. We're working on Bosco because the world loves Bosco. Okay, fuck. Anibu. I want a Bosco one. <laughs> fuck my <laughs> own name. We're working on Anabu <laughs> and um, we may be introducing a couple surprise ones for a very limited run. We'll see how that goes. I already have the graphics made. I'm not telling you what they are. You're going to have to pay attention to our merch store and I'll announce it. <laughs> they'll be up for like a couple weeks and yep. then they'll come back down because I don't have a whole lot of space. I have to swap things out. Otherwise, right. uh, we've having, also got some great shirts. If you're a PC gamer and you're all about them frames, yeah. we've got a wonderful T-shirt. Ask me about my frame rate. Yep. And we've also got static 377 food at a zombie. I'm um, really, I'm really excited to have a t-shirt because I realize I don't own t-shirts that fit me anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I, I need to get on that. I am so excited for the picture of Static wearing his shirt. Yes. I like that. I, I also, it's titled, it was one time <laughs> is the title of that shirt. That's pretty mm -hmm. funny. Uh, so anyway, there are going to be more things showing up there. Keep an eye on the merch store. Thank you all for listening and we'll catch you again next week. Toodles. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a Yeah Dude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Jeff. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.